And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Athletic. Hi folks, welcome to another Friday episode of the Athletic FPL podcast to preview Give Me 21 in Fantasy Premier League. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General, hitting the record button just as the last few press conferences are finishing up on Friday afternoon. This week's deadline is 11am UK time on Saturday, 90 minutes before the early game kicks off which is Liverpool at home to Chelsea. We've then got a long break until Game 22, which doesn't start until Friday the 3rd of February. So basically a two-week break. And between this game week and Game 22, the blank and double game week schedule will become much clearer. So this is a good week to save a transfer if you're in a position to do so. On today's episode, I'll summarise the team news, do 10 quick-fire questions, discuss captaincy, and then talk you through my latest transfer thoughts and my starting 11. If you'd like to become an Athletic subscriber, visit theathletic.com forward slash FPL pod to avail of the latest discount offer for new subscribers. The team news in alphabetical order as always. First up, league leaders Arsenal. The press conference was due to be on earlier, but I think it's been changed to 4pm. The main news there is they've signed Leandro Trossard from Brighton and it looks like he could be available for the Manchester United game on Sunday. So double check that information on Twitter later. At Aston Villa, Luca Dean and John McGinn are ruled out while Matty Cash and Ollie Watkins are expected to recover and be available for the weekend. At Bournemouth, Solanke and Tavernier remain out. New signing Utara could feature, but Lewis Cook is out for a couple of weeks. At Brentford, Rico Henry is available. At Brighton, Colwell, who's been playing very well at centre-back recently, looks set for a spell on the sidelines. Deserby said Van Heck or Webster will play at centre-back alongside Lewis Dunk. At Chelsea, new signing Mudrick isn't ready yet for 90 minutes, but could well make his debut. Rhys James and Ben Chilwell are back in full training, but they will not feature this weekend. At Crystal Palace, Joachim Anderson is going to be out for about 7 to 10 days. Everton Patterson remains out. Nothing new at Fulham. Also nothing of note at Leeds United either. At Leicester City, Rodgers is hopeful of having James Madison and Dewsbury Hall available this weekend. At Liverpool, Darwin has recovered from his hamstring issue, but it remains to be seen whether he'll be fit enough to start or not. Pep Guardiola has a fully fit squad. At Manchester United, big blow, Casemiro is suspended. And I've just seen a few tweets there that Ten Hag said on Wednesday, I think it was an embargoed part of a press conference, that he was unsure, basically, if Dallow or Martial will be available this weekend. So there's still quite a few unknowns with those two players. Newcastle have also been dealt a blow that Bruno Gomares picked up that injury in the last game week. Eddie Howe's comments were, 
Bruno Scan was positive. We're still not sure when he's going to be back, but he's making good progress. We'll have a constant eye on that situation. So good news that it doesn't look like it'll be long term, but he certainly won't be featuring this weekend. Chris Woods is having a medical at Nottingham Forest. Goalkeeper... Dean Henderson at Nottingham Forest is going to be out for about a month. Willie Bowley is still out. Striker Awanyi could be out for about 68 weeks, but Ryan Yates is available. Nothing of note at Southampton or Tottenham. West Ham have signed Danny Ings. David Moyes said the paperwork was done in time and we need to wait for the confirmation on registration. So we could see Danny Ings playing in his third claret and blue shirts in the Premier League this weekend. West Ham's other striker, Skamaka, has been ruled out for a short time. And finally at Wolves, new signing Sarabia is available for selection. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Ten quickfire questions now. The first one is from DB. With European games on the horizon for some teams, do you think we'll see record levels of rotation in the coming game weeks with the fixture schedule? And is it worth considering moving towards some assets that are nailed on for their teams? And will be 90 minute men every week. So yeah, good to keep in mind that European competitions are back soon. Champions League returns on the 14th of February, which is just a couple of game weeks away. So I think with our decisions going forward, keep this in mind. It kind of goes back to the start of the season when the Champions League group stages were on and the Europa League games. We were looking at teams like Newcastle who didn't have any European distractions. So kind of go back to the way you were thinking during the first half of the season. But you certainly don't have to move away from good assets just because they're going to have some midweek European games. They should still be pretty safe when it comes to Premier League minutes. So I don't think we need to overthink it too much. We probably will have to get used to more rotation maybe than we've seen in the last couple of game weeks since the restart. So you might want to start thinking about improving your bench slightly. Although benches shouldn't be too bad because it's not that long since we had unlimited transfers. Although I say that, I'm sitting with Greenwoods, who's not getting many minutes for Leeds. I've got Patterson who's injured. So I'm kind of relying on one substitute at the moment. So I might look to try and you know improve that situation. Something like a Greenwood out for a Nonto or something like that would be nice. But that's a luxury transfer and it's probably a couple of game weeks away. Question from FPL Tom. When is the best time to wildcard? Tom says, I haven't got Shaw or Rashford. I've still got De Bruyne, Almiron, Mitrovic and Martinelli. So Shaw and Rashford, obviously two very good picks, but they do have Arsenal this game week. So I don't think you need to be overly concerned there. And Tom mentions De Bruyne, Almiron, Mitrovic and Martinelli as if 
these are players that he wants to get rid of. Whereas I think De Bruyne is a great asset now. He's just had a rest. Almiron is still fine, even though it's three blanks. He still plays for one of the best teams in the league. Mitrovic will get goals and Martinelli is fine for the short term, although Trossard could eat into his minutes slightly over the coming game week. So all four of those are fine to keep. So the best time to wildcard will become clearer when we have more information. I wouldn't be wildcarding now because you could wildcard this week. Then you get loads of information during the two-week break and you'll be wishing you didn't wildcard. So leave yourself flexible, keep your wildcard in your back pocket and just get through this game week if you can. Question from Uter Zorker. Given Haaland's risk of rotation with a three-day turnaround, is KDB a proper shout for captain? Uter Zorker has Wolves flashbacks. Obviously, City play Wolves this weekend. And we all remember Kevin De Bruyne scoring four goals against Wolves. He was not in my team, so I remember it more than most. I think people got 90 points on their triple captain on Kevin De Bruyne on that occasion. I know a certain Andy Martin got 90 points with that chip because he likes to remind us of that a couple of times a week. Hopefully Andy's listening. The question on Haaland being a risk of rotation, I don't really think he is. I really don't see Pep uh, giving him a rest, even though it is a three-day turnaround. The way the league is at the moment, City need the points, City need goals, and who better to get them than the big man up front. So, I'm going to captain Haaland and I don't really have any concerns about rotation. Kevin De Bruyne, I do think, is a good shout for captain, though, because he's had his rest. You would think he'll come straight back in now, and hopefully he can do something similar to Wolves to what he did last season. So Haaland, not an issue for me, but if you do fancy a De Bruyne captaincy, I wouldn't stop anyone from doing it. Question from Kunal. Is this the right time to bring in Mares in place of De Bruyne? I don't think so, especially when obviously people are seeing Mares get a big score in the double game week. They want to jump on him, but those points are gone now. You know, he's not going to do that every game week. He will become a rotation risk again, especially when the European games are back, because Pep likes to use Mares in Champions League games, or he has done previously. So for me, if you own Kevin De Bruyne, you keep him for this game week at least, because he's pretty nailed on to play. Good fixture against Wolves, and I would much prefer save a transfer to make a sideways switch from one city midfielder to another. So, you know, you might be feeling feeling bad that you missed out on Morris's points in the last game week, but like I said, you can't get those points now, and De Bruyne should score well if he starts that Wolves game. Question from George Butters. Stick or twist on Almiron? George says it's three blanks in a row now. If twisting, who's the best option in the five-point-something range? George is thinking March, Gross or Matoma at Brighton. So, again, like I said at the start of the podcast, this is a very good week to bank a transfer. If it's a case of you're looking at Almiron in your eyes, your weakest link in your team, or saving a transfer, I would save a transfer because Almiron's got a fine fixture against Crystal Palace. And like I said, I can't emphasise enough, we're going to have a lot more information by the time the deadline for Game 22 arrives. There's also a lot of Cup games, FA Cup games and Carabao Cup games in the meantime. Could be injuries, your team could be a bit of a mess by the time you're picking your Game 22 team. So two free transfers is always nice in that kind of scenario. I'm an Almiron owner. Yes, I'm getting you know twitchy fingers and I'm very tempted by Matoma. That's where I would go if I was selling them this week. 
I'm going to throw McAllister into the mix here as well. I think he's a good option if he still has penalties. And Leon Bailey's another one, just 4.5 million. I know the question was five point something, but Leon Bailey is, is certainly playing like a five point, if not six point something player at the moment. So there is options there. But if Almiron you think is your weakest link, fine to keep, fine to sell, which I said in the podcast earlier in the week. For me, I'm, look, I'm looking at rolling the transfer just to be flexible for game week 22. Question from Cupcake. Should I bring Odegaard in as soon as possible or save two transfers for Gimme22 when we'll have more info on double? So you already know my answer on this one. Save your transfer. I would love to have Odegaard as well. Particularly now, I'm a Martinelli owner. Trossard's coming in. You know, whose minutes is he going to eat into? You'd like to think it's going to be on the wing. So possibly Martinelli. You know, maybe Nketiah. Who knows? Maybe even Saka might be afforded some rest as well. But Odegaard, you would think, will be absolutely fine. You know, he's going to play every week. He's the captain. He runs the team. He's the FPL pick to own from the Arsenal attack. So, yes, I want to get him in. But again, there's not a major rush. And and again, I keep repeating myself. But two free transfers for Game Week 22 is my big piece of advice this game week. Question from Shane: If if I buy Trossard now and he goes to Arsenal. Can I have four players from Arsenal? Yes. So there is a little hack here. Now, if you wanted to do that, now I don't I don't recommend doing this because you don't really want to have four attackers from Arsenal. Yes, they're going to have a double game week coming up soon, but the chances of getting all four of them starting in any one game is probably pretty slim. So but if you're if you're wanting to have a bit of fun and your season maybe you're not worried about rank or mini leagues, if you buy Trossard now before the FPL website switches them over to an Arsenal player. If you bring him in, let's say you brought him in for Almiron, for example. If I if I did that transfer right now, I would have three Arsenal players and I would have Trossard in a Brighton shirt. Then what would happen is his shirt would change to an Arsenal shirt when the transfer is confirmed on the FPL website. But what would happen is the next time after that that you try to make a transfer the website will force you to sell an Arsenal player. So you'll only have four Arsenal players short term. So I'm interested to see if anyone goes with that. And it'll be fun to see if there's many teams in many leagues in the double game week, which I think is 23, that have four Arsenal players. Question from Craig Smith. As a Martial owner, is it worth selling and freeing up the third striker spot ahead of the potential Manchester United double? Or should I just hold them and hope? So my gut instinct here is just get rid of Martial as a problem, free up that spot, get someone who's reliable, get someone who's fit, get someone who plays. I wouldn't be holding out hope for the just on Martial for the double game week. You know, there's no chance he'll he'll play both games anyway, as we've seen in the most recent double game week. So there's plenty of options out there. Ivan Tony's up there as one of the best options. You've got Mitrovic, Callum Wilson, and Ketty is a great pick at Arsenal. And if you want to free up cash, Nonto at Leeds to put more cash into midfield or defence. So yeah, I would look to move away from Martial, especially when we don't have any clarity on his fitness for this game week. Question from Andrew T. Who is the best defender around 4.5 million to target? Is Lamptey worth a gamble? Lamptey's not worth a gamble at Brighton because he doesn't get enough minutes. If you're going for a Brighton defender, I would go for Estupinan, the left back. He's, I think he's 4.5 million. But the best 4.5 million options are at Newcastle. You've got Botman and you've got Dan Byrne. So I'd start with those two. If you've already got your three Newcastle assets and you've got an extra 0.2 in the bank and you don't have triple arsenal, Ben White at 4.7 is still a very good option also. Question from FPL Rockstar. 
Ward or Kepa this week or use a free transfer on any other goalkeeper? So Rockstar is in the same scenario as myself as a Ward Kepa owner. If I had a choice, I would play with no goalkeeper this week. I would play with 10 because I don't really see clean sheets for either. I had a look at FPL Salah's uh, clean sheet percentages which is something I always like to look at when it comes to defenders and goalkeepers so for this game week in particular Ward at Leicester has a 22% chance of a clean sheet Kepa at Chelsea has a 17% chance of a clean sheet so on that I'm going to start Danny Ward over Kepa looking elsewhere again I just don't think it's worth a transfer on a goalkeeper when there's lots of information coming I'd rather just stick with these guys you know Ederson's the one that would interest me most but you know in recent performances even though City have a 58% chance of a clean sheet this week against Wolves they'll probably find a way to concede and I might regret not saving a transfer so I think I'm just going to write it out with Danny Ward this week then reassess things in the goalkeeper position for game week 22 for example if Manchester United got a double game week 22 I'd probably go for De Gea but I don't want to bring him in this week because he plays Arsenal. Uh, One more team to mention in terms of clean sheets this week. Newcastle have a 42% chance. So if you don't have triple Newcastle and you want to go Nick Pope long-term, I don't mind that either. I probably prefer a Nick Pope transfer in than an Ederson transfer in, but City do have the double game week on the horizon, which might sway it in his favour. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Game week 21 captaincy now. As mentioned, I'm going to go for Erling Haaland at home to Wolves. I'm not going to overthink it. There is potential for a rested Kevin De Bruyne to be a good captaincy candidate this week. Elsewhere, Harry Kane is a way to fill him. I wouldn't stop anyone from putting the armband on Kane. And the other fixtures are tricky when it comes to captaincy. Liverpool play Chelsea and Arsenal play Manchester United. So I'm not overly keen when bigger teams play each other for captaincy. Trippier has to be in the conversation every week now for captaincy. 
uh, Newcastle are away to Crystal Palace. Don't mind that, but personally, I'd find it very hard to go Trippier over Haaland or Kevin De Bruyne or Harry Kane. Also, Ivan Tony scores in every game that we don't own him, so he's a decent option against Leeds as well. But for me, it is Erling Haaland. Transfer thoughts for the game week. Going back to transfer, the things I was considering, Almiron out for Matoma. Brighton could have a blank game week in game week 25, so that's partly the reason I'm just going to hang fire on that one and wait for more info. Martinelli to Odegaard is a luxury transfer. If I had two free transfers, I might do that, but I'm not going to do it with just one. And then the goalkeepers, Kepa or Ward, out for Ederson or De Gea. But again, just going to stick with Ward and Kepa for now and then reassess things afterwards. So that'll leave my team looking like Ward and Goal, Botman, Trippier and Ben White at the back. I'm going to start White over Shaw, I think. Again, Arsenal have better clean sheet chances than Manchester United. Midfield five of De Bruyne, Martinelli, Saka, Rashford and Almiron. Hopefully Almiron will repay the faith. And up front, Haaland, Captain and Harry Kane. Best of luck for the game week, folks. And most importantly, have a great weekend, whatever you're up to. I'll be back the week beginning January 30th to preview Gimme 22, which could well be double Gimme 22. If you've been enjoying the content this season, you can support me at patreon.com forward slash FPL General. I've also set up a buy me a coffee page this week. If Patreon is not your thing, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL General. Wishing you all a big green arrow this game week and I'll talk to you very soon. The Athletic.